Good. We are now live. Okay, I don't know. The, every time I do this, you know, the, the Facebook gives me the locked version. And so I never know if you can see anything or not. But now you should be able to see because I have, I have it on public. Okay, good. Let me just check that we can hear. We can hear. Okay, good. All right, so I had offered to give folks a session on what to do to start your business. What If you want to start your own network marketing business or uh, you want to restart your business, a lot of people want to restart, I want to give you a few steps to do that, all of which are the opposite of what the industry has taught for many years. And so I want to make clear how come I do this and why I've done it for a long time. And the people who would want to try something like what I'm going to show you here in a few minutes with some slides are people who, number one, are not having a good time right now, your business isn't growing, or you're brand new and you don't really know what to do, and you want to go to Facebook because you don't really want to go hit up your friends and family. And if you're somebody who's happy going to friends and family and who's really happy looking just get your product free, you probably don't need a much help with that. You know, you get three, four, five friends maybe if you have some influence over them. And if your product's working for you, and shouldn't be that hard to get them in. But if it is, then tune into this, because this really is for somebody who wants to do something different, because what's happening is they don't, either they don't want to do what everybody else is doing, go to your friends and family and, you know, pretend to make friends with people when you really, what you want is to sell them later on down the line. Uh, and people who want to focus on Facebook, where you can get massive numbers of strangers that come to you like I do. I mean, I have built just about everything on Facebook that I've been building over the last, certainly over the last five or six years. And all my programs, whether they're little for 97 bucks or whether they're, you know, the SS for 6,000 US, come from postings and messaging that I do on Facebook. So I like to teach that. It's just very different from what you're used to. So if what you're doing is working, keep doing it. If it isn't, or you want to start over, or you're brand new and you know that you really want to make some significant money with customers and with recruits as well, then these might be things you want to think about. There are three steps. I made some slides, so I'm going to show you what they are right now. Almost there. Okay, I'm really getting this slide thing down here. This wirecast is pretty good. Okay, so first off, how to start or restart your own network marketing business uh, steps one to three. And like I said, you won't have heard this from anybody else because it's the opposite, really, of what people teach and have taught for many years. So if what you're doing, again, is working, stay with it. And if it isn't, consider something else. This is what I've done from the beginning. So number one, because I always wanted to build something really big. I've built six of these. I wanted to build big, monster, fat, big-ass checks. I hate to say it, but that's what I was looking for. <laughs> and that's what I did. And so I never was thinking about just talking to three friends. And I also like to go really, really fast. So if you're somebody who has 20 minutes a day, uh, you're not going to go very fast. And if you have even a couple of hours a day, unless you really hone in those skills on how to leverage what you're doing, uh, it'll take you quite a long time to get there. But if you are consumed by it, once you decide to pick something and you go bananas like we do, uh, then it can go pretty fast. I mean, like within a couple of years to be making five, six figures a month. Okay, so let's, let's do this. How to start or restart your own network marketing business. Okay, so I'm going to give you three steps 
the old and the new, okay? So this again is for people who, if you're not making money, if your business is stalled, if you can't get yourself motivated to connect with people anymore because you're tired of hearing no, if you want to market on Facebook to strangers and have them come to you so that they come to you already liking you, not because you've made these overtures to pretend to care when your real goal is to sell them, no. They come to you because you have demonstrated that you can help them on your Facebook page or profile. And this is why people like people like us. I mean, I buy things from gurus that I don't know at all, but I watch what they do on Facebook and I might look at a video or two or three and say, oh, I want to learn how to do that. They don't know me at all, but I know them. And this is the kind of person you want to become. This is how you draw people to you with leverage, you see. All right, so here we go. That's what this is for. All right, number one, the old way is talk to everyone. The old thing about, oh, everyone wants this, treat everyone as your prospect. This, I find, is, first of all, it is not true. Everyone does not want anything. We have people who are atheists. We have people, I mean, let's say that you sell Range Rovers or VWs. Does everyone want a VW? No. Everybody knows it but us, right? Everybody does not want a VW, but there are people who want a VW, enough of them, so that the company is a multi-million dollar company, right? Other people want a Range Rover. Does everybody want a Range Rover? No, but that's for people who are in the high-end cars. And does everybody looking for high-end want Range Rovers? No. Some people want, I don't know, a Lamborghini, or they want a Ferrari, or something else, you know, a Jag, who knows? So... There's nothing everybody wants, and, so, and the sooner you realize that this is true, uh, the less difficult it will be for you to talk to people. Because then, you know, it's very hard for people to have a conversation with somebody who insists that what they have is best for everyone, including them. It's just not a good way to make friends. It's hard on people, too, us, the ones doing the business, because all you get is rejection, rejection, and you think it's you, but it's not. A person who is really into VWs is not going to buy a Range Rover. And they're not going to buy, I don't know, a Mini Cooper. They want the VW. So the person who's trying to sell them a Range Rover, I guess, could go home and cry and think, oh, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. But you know, it's kind of like what Einstein said. If we measured the brains of a goldfish by how well it could climb a tree, I think that was his example, the goldfish would feel like the stupidest goldfish on the planet. This is the same. You're not going to sell to people who aren't interested in your particular solution. You know, they may want wheels, but they want a bicycle. They don't want the one that you've got. <laughs> don't worry about it. I have a much better way. So this is the old. Talk to everyone because everyone wants this. Treat everybody as your prospects. Very hard on everyone, both the prospects and you and the distributor. So what, we've, what I do is, that's new here, is you decide who you can help. Start with that. So you ask, okay, who can I really help? That would, and that's the person, the group you can help is called your niche or your audience or your market. And if you're not clear about that, think about bands. You know, there are bands that have a certain audience. Some bands I don't care for at all. And they have a very big audience like punk rock. It doesn't do anything for me, but maybe it does something for you. The fact is that if you look at YouTube videos, about punk rock or about, I don't know, classical music, you name it. There are auditoriums and stadiums filled with people who like music or who like sports that I could care less about. 
But the thing is, that's the boxing niche. That is the football niche. It is a market of people with a certain interest or a certain problem. So what you want to do is start with who can you really help specifically, okay? An example for you would be, let's say that you're in a weight loss program and you've had great success with it. You would be in the niche of people who want to lose weight that haven't succeeded yet. Now, you're going to niche down more than just people who want to lose weight because there are thousands of options for people who want to lose. But people who want to lose is by itself already quite a niche because you might look at somebody who weighs 300 pounds and think, oh, they need my program. If the person doesn't want to lose weight right now or they don't want to lose it with the approach that you've got, they won't be a member of your niche. So there's a way to find out who's a member so that you more likely get yeses. My goal is to do this, get to the top of any of these deals as fast as possible with the fewest possible conversations. I don't want to talk to 100 people to get three. I have never wanted to do that. I like to talk to 10 people and get three or talk to eight people and get three. That's what I like to do. And so we learn how to qualify people really, really, really fast. So we just talk to a few to get a few, right? So number one, who can you help? And if you think it's everyone, just carry on with what you've got and you'll just get a lot of no's, that's all. Because it's not possible. If God can't help everyone, I tell you, he was doing miracles out there, Jesus, when he was here. So that's right, miracles, turning water into wine. If you can't do that, I mean, if he can't win everybody over doing that, I don't ex think you need to expect that you're going to persuade everyone or that there's something wrong with you. There's freedom in this country. People have a lot of choices. Okay, so who can you help? Start with your own before and after. It might be a good place. Number two, the old way. You tell people this helps with everything. That's what, that's what you hear. And this is really not true. They'll say, I'll say, okay, you have, I don't know, it's like said, somebody has some CBD oil. And I'll say, great. What's it do for people? Oh, my God, it's everything. <laughs> everything. Makes everything feel better. Your hair grows back. Your sex comes back. You know, this comes. It's like, okay, great. And this may be an excited person. But for marketing, it is the kiss of death. You see, because you can't, nobody will respond to, I have this product that fixes everything for you. Because they don't believe it. So even if it's true, let's say that you have a miracle product, and I'm sure many of you think you do. If other people won't believe it, you're cooked. You're not going to get a customer. So you have to present in such a way that it is credible and believable to people that you want as customers. Once they're a customer, they too might say, oh my gosh, this changes everything. And that's true for you. But when you market, you can't lead with that because it is not credible to anyone else who's not already in the choir. Do you see what I mean? In the church, in the, in the believer set. All right, number two, instead, the new version. This is especially for people who, and then you describe the problem, okay? So it's especially for people, say you have weight loss. I'll give you several, and we have so many examples, but it's especially for people who, who know that they have to change what they eat. So it's a weight loss program for somebody who knows they have to change what they eat. Now, notice, you've sub-niched it down. People who know they need to lose weight, they got that part, remember? So it's not just somebody overweight, no. They have to know they need to lose. They have to want to lose, right? That's, that's who this is especially is for. And now you're going to throw in a little sub-niche and for people who know that they have to change what they eat versus somebody, you might say, people who know they need to lose weight and who wants to just take pills before they eat to suppress their appetite. 
That's another way to do it. Now, don't cringe about these other options. You know, just because you think you have a better one. There are hundreds of options, and every option that is viable that's in the marketplace is a company that has thousands of customers, sometimes hundreds of thousands and maybe millions that like that particular approach right now, right? So you want to say it's especially for people who, and you describe the problem or the desire, for people who are on the 11th diet and they figure, all right, I'm willing to try one more. What's the problem? They've tried 11 times and they still can't keep it off, right? Or desire, somebody who wants to somebody who wants to recruit players but who is afraid to irritate their warm market somebody who wants to want something good but they don't want to do this or that so let's say somebody who wants to fix their damaged hair but they don't want to do surgery okay or someone who wants to get their energy back but they don't want to go to the gym every day to do it Okay, so that's a desire. Problem or a desire? Okay. Number two, you lead with, it's not for everyone, it's especially for people who, and then you describe the problem and sub-niche it down a little bit more, the way I just showed you. So people who this and that and this and that, kind of like shopping for shoes. I want, of all the shoes, women's, running, Nike, size 8, white. That's five sub-niches until the guy brings you the five pairs of shoes in the whole store that meet those criteria. That's what we're doing. And then we're taking of the five, we're going to sign up one. That's how we did this. Step number three to build your own network marketing business. The old way is you offer your thing to everyone. Uh, it sounds so good. Well, you should offer it to everyone. You know, it's like we're saving everybody's life. We're doing this. We're doing that. <laughs> so offer it to everybody. But this, if you do it enough, you will become persona non grata because other people don't want to hear it. They just don't. And it has nothing to do with that they don't see the vision. They don't have the same values, you know. And we're very good in this industry at saying, well, they don't see the vision. They do. It's a different vision. They don't think we have a better way. They think they have a better way. And for them, it, whatever their thing is, it may very well be a better way. Who are we to judge suddenly that we have this better way for everyone on the planet? We don't. I'm a trainer. I have a lot of good customers. I think, personally, I have some of the finest people and the finest entrepreneurs, people that are becoming entrepreneurs in the industry. And they all pay a lot to come to my classes. You know, the cheap date is the cheapest one is 2000 bucks. So we have people that are really committed, and I wouldn't have anyone else as a student. What am I? You waste your time. So offering it to everyone is never going to work. I could say I'm the best network marketing trainer on the planet. I mean, I would never say anything that dumb. I'm the best for certain people. Just like my friend Eric is the best for certain people, or Ray is the best for certain people. Everything's good for someone. Why do you think we have so many TV channels, right? It's for that same reason. So you don't offer this to everyone as if it's the best thing in the world. That's the old way. The new way is you market directly to your niche online. So you call them by name. And by name, I mean you call them out by their problem or by their desire. I'm, I'm going to give you an example here to draw them out. Okay? All right. So the, the link that we're putting in there, Elise, is maxout.com forward slash strategy dot dash session. You can see it there at the bottom of the 
If you'd be good enough to stick that in there, that would be really good in the comments, you know? All right, so step three, you mark it directly to your niche. This is the new way of doing it. And you call them by their name, like Lulu, Elise, Kim, Julie, whoever it is. But their name now is not their born, their given name, but their problem, right? Like people who haven't been able to lose weight for after 11 diets, let's say. Or people who have always wanted to be on the first plane or whatever it's going to be to Mars, but they didn't know where to find the money. Okay, so that's a desire type. And then you draw out the people who say, yeah, that's me. See, so this whole idea is to, somebody said once to me years ago, what if we could just find people, if we looked onto everyone out there and all of our prospects that were really good were wearing a green hat? And I never forgot that. I thought, you know what? Of course we can do that. We call them out by name. When you go to the park to call your own kid, and if there's 100 kids and you call your kid, Henry, who's going to come? Your kid of all those kids. And this is the same. That's why people who are interested in animal abuse or abuse of women or religion or whatever the interest area is, we all have different interests. Right? People have different interests, different desires, different problems, and this is what we're doing here. You're marketing. That's what marketing is. It means you call somebody by the problem that you can solve or the desire that they want that you can help with, and then you, the next thing you're going to do once you call them is you're going to help them right on your Facebook page with tips. Tips are another word for marketing. What is marketing? Helping your people see that you can actually help them by giving them useful tips on your page so you can do that. To show that, this is called marketing. And that's what, as Peter Drucker says, if you do it right, it makes sales, as in pressure sales, superfluous. Why? Because you've warmed them up, not with fake stuff about how you care about their health and their family and their money and their occupation, no. But because you've helped somebody on your Facebook profile or on your Facebook page with a real problem, that's what I do on my Facebook most of the time. Here three, this one, take this. This is a session, this is an example of me doing marketing by giving you information that I think you can use. And some of you, just a few, are going to say, well, I want that program. I want that ESS program. I want that big ticket thing everybody's talking about, <laughs> right? I want to be in there, some version of it. And that's how it happens, you see? So I didn't ask personally about uh, your situation because I don't know all who's watching. But if I help you, you will say, well, she's pretty nice. I think I could do that. Maybe, maybe I should buy one of her classes. You see, and you can do the same thing. That's exactly what we teach you how to do. And some of you know how to do it already. Okay, so that's how you do this. That's number three. Okay. And those who say it and go, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's what I, I that's me. I want that. I want that. Sure, tell me more about that. Okay. And then what happens? The marketing dance begins. The marketing dance begins, and it's very gentle and very shy and a little awkward in the beginning, except not for you, because you're going to have your lines. I'm going to give you your, your steps in your dance. So you will never step on the other person's toe. The other person will never step on you, and it will be a gentle swaying with the music until either we say no first, because they're not quite the right one, or they say, yeah, I'm, this is what I want to do, and you sign them up. That's it. That's what we did. I'll show you how to do that. All right, so the summary for step one, to build your business, 
to make a success of it if you want to market outside your war market and you want to build it much bigger than just to get enough money for your product. Number one, you have to figure out who you can help. In other words, figure out who is your niche. It's also known as your audience, also known as your market. Think about bands. Think about movies. There's a new movie coming out. It's called Rocket Man. And I have loved his music for, I've used it in so many gigs over the years. Oh, my. <laughs> and so I'm looking forward to seeing that. There will be other people who say, I don't want to see that movie. They want to go see, I don't know, some comedy. So in movies, this is called genres. In general marketing, these are called niches, like the horror movie niche, right? Or the weight loss niche. Or, and it's also called an audience. It's also called a market. And there are people who have a specific interest in that thing, solving the problem or in getting the fix, the band fix, right? They love Lady Gaga, okay? That's, what, that's number one. Who can you help? The opposite of everyone, okay? Because you'd never be everyone. So you have to get over that. Number two, step two, let it be known whenever you market that this is especially for people who. See, once you discover, you got to discover this, figure out who you can help. This is not as easy as it sounds. Because you can't go around saying, oh, anybody who's fat, I can help them. No, you can't. Number one, a lot of fat people, overweight people, don't want to be helped right now. Thank you very much. And a lot of them, there are 50 or 100 different ways to lose weight. You're an option. Like I'm an option. It's, you know, you have to be real in the world. And so your option is going to work for certain people. Just like some people buy Range Rovers in the high-end cars. Some people buy Jaguars. Other people buy Lamborghinis. Other people buy whatever it is. So you will go and get your piece of your niche. That's what we're going to learn how to do here. And you can get a lot of them, hundreds and hundreds, okay? One way to do your niche, to figure out what, who can you help, is look at your own before and after. Most of you, if you have a product or service, you'll have some kind of a before and after. Like before I was on this product, I was lame. Then I was on this product for 90 days, and now I can walk again, right? Or before I was blind, and now I can see. Before I was this and now I'm that. So they don't need to be dramatic stories, but they can be a story that's meaningful. Like before I was 300 pounds overweight. Now I'm only 100 pounds overweight and I only have 100 to go. Partial stories are also very effective. So don't underestimate a partial story. Let them, I got 100 miles, 100 pounds to go, but I already lost 200. It's a very big deal. So it doesn't even have to be a complete success. Just my before was I had this issue. I was really scared about sleeping at night, and I finally started changing what I ate before I went to sleep, and now I don't have nightmares anymore. These are big things, see? And that's your before and after. So that would be a group that would form a niche for you, you know, people who are afraid to go to sleep at night because they're afraid they're going to have nightmares. And you know how to help somebody get over that because you did it for yourself, you see? That's how this begins. That's just the beginning. There's more to it than that, but that's a good beginning to think about. Step two, let it be known. This is especially for people who. And then describe the problem or the desire of the niche. And you can start with, your, with yourself, your own before and after, because you are a member of your own niche if you've got a before and after. By the way, it's before and after for the product and the business. I sold the business a lot. Why? Because I made a lot of money with it. So I could tell somebody, hey, you know, I'm doing this thing. And I really, I totally love it. I'm a missionary, and I get to be a missionary about this, and it makes a boatload of money. You, know, you, got to, you get people in, like real estate. That's how it was to me. I was the broker. I hired agents. I trained them. 
and I showed them how to find property owners because we did the opposite there too. We went to, to the tenants. So we'd get long-term tenants like Metropolitan Life or McDonald's or big companies, and I'd bring them on my arm to any property that was being developed, and we would get first dibs on everything. Why? Because I had the best clients. So you see, it's really a question of deciding what you want to represent and what you think you're going to get good at. So I told them, you know, we know how to do this, and I'll show you how to do it. you got to hustle. But it's, it's really kind of sweet because if you build an organization of ten or 15,000 people and everybody's ordering, you know, a lot of people doing a little, those of us who are drivers, we make a bit of all of it. And in today's world, you know, where the FTC is chasing down people who do nothing but recruit, we sold all of our product. You know, we, we didn't have any garages full of anything. But in today's world, what you can do is you can also build up massive numbers of customers. And there will not be, I don't think, the FTC, I don't think, is ever going to say you can never recruit. But you can do some recruiting. And basically, out of every 100 customers, you're only going to have one or two drivers. Drivers are people that will not give up, and they're relentless. They're going to build this thing to the moon. And they're, they're doing it. It's not talk. It's they do. That's what I was interested in doing. <laughs> so I'm just saying that you can do this, but you really have to commit the time too, to make it happen. But you can do it with a hundred, couple hundred, two, three hundred customers, and of those, you almost always have a half a dozen people who want to learn how to become drivers. That's what our industry takes. Thousands of people doing a little, and the drivers who put them all in there, and the little drivers. So that's how you can do that and make still quite an income with the, with the business. But there's other things you can make money with also doing the business that we teach you how to do, but those are secret. Number three, step three, that's the new step, okay? Market directly to your niche online. So you call them by their problem or by their desire. And I'm going to give you examples to do that right here. So let's say you have something for winter skiers, right? Soccer lovers, those are typical. You see them all the time, soccer lovers. Oh, yeah, that's me. Not that really isn't me, but if it were, I would say, yeah, that's me. Winter skier, I was, but today I'm more of a beach bum sort of person. Or how about this? Let's say that you market something for uh, people that have um, that are beginning to get arthritis, but of course you can't use words like that, right? And so you might say, if you're a pianist, for example, you might say you're calling out pianists whose fingers are beginning to feel stiff. Who's going to come? Anybody who's playing the piano that is feeling stiff in their fingers. And any product that you have, like fruits and veggies and capsules or any good nutritional supplement, I mean, really good one, could help such a person get rid of that problem, right? Because it's just stuff that's stuck in their fingers, right? How about this one? People who've done 11 diets and are ready for number 12. So is that everybody? No. They've done 11 diets. They've done a lot. And they're now ready for number 12. So if you put that on your Facebook profile, Calling people who've done 11 diets and are ready for number 12. Is that anyone here? If yes, I might do a live on what I've got. You know, or how to help. Three tips to help. Because what you want to do is not offer your program. What you want to do is offer tips to help the people that do not make any reference to a program that you are selling or a product that you're selling. And doing that is called marketing. Because you're serving them, you're drawing them out, they're coming to you to go, I want to see what she's got to say because I'm kind of interested in this. And that's how you bring people to you with marketing, doing tips to those people. And But first you have to call them out, okay?
and then you then you can do it. So let me show you the difference between a desire and a problem. You know, my market, a big part of it is network marketers and coaches. So here's a desire. I could say, I have something for marketers who want prospects coming to them. I could put that on my Facebook profile and say, if you'd like a live on how to do this, say yes. And if I get 10 yeses, I'll do a live. So what have I done? This is network marketers who want prospects coming to them. This is a desire, see? Now here's a problem, calling out a problem. Network marketers who are sick of chasing people. If you'd like an alternative way to do that, if I get 10 yeses, I'll do a live on it. So what have I done? I've called out specific network marketers, not just network marketers, but who are sick of chasing people, right? It might be who are sick of their upline. It might be who are sick of being in groups, who are sick of being asked to go to groups by their upline and spend two or three hours a day or a week and they have no time left to prospect. I'd get a lot of people on that one, okay? So you see, so you can call a desire and a problem. I like to stick with the problems because most people put more emphasis on their problems and getting rid of them than they do on desires that they want to achieve. That just seems to be how the humans are wired, okay? All right, and some will say yes. The key is it's from that set that you can pick your customers and your players and your recruits. That's who it's going to come from, from that small set. But you didn't hear no, you see. That's why this works. People don't leave any business that I've ever built. We never have had crying distributors because we never teach them to do things that cause all these no's, which is going to all the wrong people, thinking that you've got your thing for everybody. <laughs> and you, you realize that, oh, yes, yeah, some people do shop at Walmart and somebody else wants to go to Nordstrom. And depending on what it's for, people make different choices. We all do, right? That's the world, the way we have it. So some will say yes, and that's who you're going to zoom in on. So you see how that works? And then after that, the marketing dance begins. Once a person says, yeah, yeah, I, I, I want to know about that. What have you got? Then starts the marketing dance, okay? So that's what I have for you. I wanted to show you how this can be something that you can do. And if you are interested in learning how to do this, and then, of course, how to do the marketing dance, because, of course, you want to learn how to do that, and then learn how to actually sign the people up. So if you're interested in learning how that works, let me know and fill in that form. We have some questions for you. So here we are. If you like this, pass it on. If you have people that are having trouble, teach them some of these new options and just say, you know, if you want to try something new, because, you know, the goal is to keep people in the business for whom it's the right thing to be doing. And if they're doing stuff that doesn't work in today's world the way it did before, then it's really your duty to offer them something else. And now you know you have another option. Just give them this little video, right, to start. And who knows, maybe they want to come into one of our classes and really learn how to become a really cool, hotshot marketer. Because good marketers are really nothing more than people who help other people the most. But not by taking them to lunch, but by helping them on the Facebook pages, giving them tips right there or on YouTube or on Instagram, wherever you do it, through videos, through postings, through lives, so that they can take your tips like you can take these and do something with it and say, oh my gosh, I signed up three people. Or I went to an event and nobody looked at me funny, even though they knew I'm doing one of these things, but I told them this, I'm only looking for these people. Is anybody like that here? That's all I'm looking for. So nobody else. And people go, well, what have you got? I want to know what that is. The minute you close the door and to say, you know, we only have, it's only for this type of person, 
Everybody wants to come. It's like amazing. Harvard has a incredible numbers of people who come to apply. And I think, what is it, 2,500 for every spot that, that, they, that they have at the school? <laughs> and Google, to apply for jobs, I believe that they have, instead of 2,500, I think they have like 10,000 people applying for every job Google has. So you see, once people know that this is very restricted, only for these people, they all want to come. It's very counterintuitive, but that's why you want to position yourself as it's only for these people. Number one, it's all you're going to get in the first place. And if you don't, you're going to be hearing no from 90% of the people, none of whom would have been the right ones in the first place. See? So that's why we do these other options for people who cry easily and don't want to hear no. And I'm one of those. I don't want to hear no at all. Okay? Fill out that form, themaxout.com forward slash strategy dash session. And we will read it. And if there's a way that we can work together, we'll see what we can do. Are we good to go here?